This is Brandon M. Crooker, and you're listening to the Apostolic Theory Podcast. Today, we've got a very special guest with us. We have Brother Silot Kifle, and he, uh, I have connected with him, um, actually on Twitter, I believe because I was following, uh, Brother Prado, um, and so we connected and, uh, I, I really, um, resonated, a lot of what he was posting on his, his Twitter resonated with me, um, so we, I made that connection and we've had a, a couple conversations since then, um, absolutely incredible, uh, this is a man of God that has a heart for the things of God, and so I'm very excited about uh, this episode because what we're going to be talking about is 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 important. It's imperative that the Apostolic Church gets a hold of what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh, Brother Keefley, why don't you just introduce yourself, uh, tell us where you're at and what God's doing in your ministry, and then we'll just sort of go from there. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you um, sending the invitation out. Uh, yeah, my name is Salote Kifle. I am uh, an evangelist based out of Alameda, California. Uh, Pastor Ari Prado. Uh, been evangelizing now for a little over a year. Prior to that, I pastored uh, small home missions work for about six years. And um, uh, what's more pertinent to this particular discussion? Um, today is something that Brother Croker and I, obviously you and I have already kind of touched on, not, not in too much detail or depth, but that is uh, two things, and that is Bible studies and, um, and independent publishing. So hopefully I can, uh, you know, if you have any specific questions or if there's anything you think maybe the listeners might want to hear, hopefully I could lend some, um, something that'll help. So, and also... I am married. I have a beautiful one-year-old daughter, and um, so we're just we're just doing our best as a family and as a ministry team to just make ourselves available, uh, both behind the pulpit and in other ways. So this is part of that. Amen. Praise God. So um, when we had had a, a discussion, we were talking about um, how we can. Uh, sort of create um, accessibility uh, not only to independent publishing for apostolic authors, but also to create, uh, I believe we uh, refer to it as tools for growth. Um, Yes. How do you think, well, let's just sort of talk about what that process is um, and how people can, can, um, sort of accomplish that uh, through uh, whatever it is or however it is that you do it or how we can lead each other uh, through that process. Right, absolutely. So one of the things that I'm passionate about is removing barriers to print publication. So, you know, historically... Christians have never left the job of publishing their own material to anyone else. They always took it upon themselves. And, you know, 
uh, a little known fact about printed material um, is that Christians have always been the one to drive innovation, you know, with, you know, um, the papyrus was obviously the ancient form of writing, but it was pretty useless because it, it would disintegrate in, in its native environment. And, but it was Christians who decided, you know, to write on parchment, you know, to fold pieces of parchment and, and make books and make books, um, accessible. And it was, you know, typically Christian monks who were behind um, the writing of Bibles. So I think, I think on the individual level, preachers should be passionate about controlling, you know, their, their material and printing and, and, you know, but also churches need to be passionate about this. And I think a lot of times what's happened is the barriers to publication over the years, you know, became so astounding that a lot of people just don't know what can be done with the simple tools that they have uh, within uh, within reach. And so my goal is to show people that you can come up with high-quality material and content without having, um, you know, to, to spend a whole lot of, of time or resources. And so for a lot of people, publishing is a bit of a black box, but I think there's tools now at our disposal that have totally eliminated some of these barriers. And if I could just show people how to do this, I think they'd be, you know, really encouraged uh, to get out there and produce material that would benefit them and their local congregations and their, and their, uh, and the community they're trying to reach. Absolutely. So, um, you have have helped facilitate, um, I believe, the creation of a few Bible studies. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. So let's let's talk about how you went about. How did God lead you to that place? And I guess how did that all come about? So um, to kind of just expound on that. So you know, I discovered Twitter. You know, maybe several years ago now, 2016, and I I started using Twitter, and I was very unaware of how it worked. And eventually, I began to use it as much as I was excited to contribute. You know, uh, to a community who was hungry for you know godly apostolic content. I began to use it as a as a way to measure. Um, how well and how effective I could communicate. It was, it was my writing practice, if you would. I realized that, you know, I could use this tool to hone hone my writing skills and, and ultimately would, those writing skills would come out in my sermons and ultimately it would, it, would, it would benefit my ministry. And I could also, you know, give something positive and biblical uh, to those apostolics who are out there searching for apostolic material. But along the way, I discovered, okay, now I have this small archive of, of tweets, and I said, well, I'd like to somehow take it off of the of the Twitter sphere and get it into print. And there's a way you can, you know, download all of your tweets. And I did that, and I said, well, well maybe I could perhaps print this. And so I began to explore that idea. And I thought, well, maybe I could do um, a, a commentary. Well, before you need a commentary, you need... 
uh, of the Bible, you need the Bible in print form. And so I began to look online for the Bible in print form in an editable document that I could actually just take off the, off the internet. And it was actually very difficult to find. I went, I searched high and low, and it's actually not as easy as one might think to find the King James Version of the Bible in a ready-to-print, you know, but editable document. You might find a PDF or you might find, you know, documents that are just, they're terribly formatted. But finally, after much searching, I found it and I said, well, you know what? Let's, let's for now put the commentary idea on the back burner. Let's just see if we can, let's just see if I can take the Bible and uh, print the individual books. And so I, I basically started reformatting it and experimenting and uh before i knew it you know i i had these small booklets and the the project is called uh scriptural continua is it was kind of the the, one of the ancient writing styles was essentially had no punctuation obviously i had to punctuate but i took the verses out and and it i just wanted the unadulterated text in small booklets and so that project came to life and then I developed these skills along the way, and I, um, you know, I, I happened to be in contact with the pastor who was working on a project, and I offered my services. So from there, I was able to help him take, you know, several hundred pages, um, and you know, bring it to life through print at a very, very minimal cost to him. And, you know, it was, it, 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 it kind of took a life of its own at, at that point. And so um, I'm in the process of maybe even helping one other pastor do the same thing. But, you know, the, this Bible study has already been, has already, you know, every time we restock it, it, it sells out. People talk about it. They love it. And, you know, it was just, it was really refreshing to know that that entire process could be done in-house and for, you know, you know, way less than maybe someone, you know, someone else might charge. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been incredible to, to just see that project come to life. And so that's kind of, in a nutshell, that's really what I'm trying to do is, is, um, is give people the tools and also help them get these things off of the ground and, and you know, get these projects up and running and in people's hands. So, do you uh, foresee yourself uh, potentially having your own sort of, uh, and I, and I, I'm sort of uncomfortable using the term vanity press, but along those lines, um, certainly without the the hidden costs and and things of that nature. Right. So, yeah. So for those not familiar with the term. You know, vanity press is essentially, and this is and this is part of the jargon that I think really scares people away from publishing. Right? Is they have all of these terms for non traditional publishing that that more or less that the that the traditional publishing world uses almost to kind of blacklist, you know, um, anyone who doesn't have a, a a big name, and so. I think you're right. I think we, I, I'm even hesitant to use that because that's not what we're trying to do. We're not, 
you know, we're, we're simply trying to control our own processes. But along the way, you know, you have people who, you know, the traditional publishing, you know, the way that works is the publishers, you know, approach authors, you know, and then in this situation, we're not necessarily going the traditional route. We're trying to kind of release people from that, you know. Uh, it used to be that, you know, you had to have an ISBN for a published document. And there was just so, there was just so many things. And now a lot of even popular publishers are, you know, there's books out on Amazon that are selling that I've bought that have sold thousands of copies and you open them up and, you know, it was the person did it themselves They self-published and it's, it's becoming less and less of a stigma you know, to control your entire process from start to finish. And I think that's, people need to understand that that's okay, you know. And so, so yes, there, there has been kind of that stigma associated with like the vanity press, but we're, we're just moving away from that altogether. We do want to put high quality material out there. Um, but we also, we also want to let people know that just because you did it yourself doesn't make it any less significant, you know, just because you don't have a huge publisher backing you up doesn't, you know, make, doesn't detract from what you're doing. And so people just need to be, you know, mentally released from, from, you know, those constraints. Um, I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I would agree with that um, because there's just, I actually had a conversation with uh, brother Kuhn um on an episode that'll be released soon um, uh-huh. about writing writing books and uh, the title of the episode is write a book about it and he's encouraging people that if they feel a calling or even have an inkling of an idea to put uh, whether it's a, a, a message that they've preached in the past or um, something they could a thought that they could expound upon and put it into a book format uh, that that is something that we should do uh, because the apostolic church needs and, and I've certainly seen you know more and more um, apostolic authors and you know apostolic musicians and uh, you know in numbers that we really haven't ever seen before that are coming out and, and they're putting their, their products and they're putting their heart out there, um, you know, for the kingdom of God. Because that's really what it's all about. Um, and right. So I, I definitely appreciate what you're doing um, and helping facilitate uh, that in the lives of, of people that are, um, you know, looking for, for those answers and, and looking for a way uh, to get their book in printed format. Um again with, with a much less cost and uh probably keeping their um you know their uh, heart intact because if you go through a traditional publisher or a vanity publisher first of all you they've got to approve it and then there's all kinds of processes and you know if there's anything in there that doesn't necessarily agree with uh certain traditional publishers uh acclaimed doctrine um you know they're going to make you take it out and so obviously we want to produce precisely 
we want to produce uh, those products um, that are unadulterated, right? And they always take us back to the Word of God. Um, and, Absolutely. And, and there are, and so I definitely I appreciate I appreciate so much what you're doing. Um, what are some some ideas that you have uh, for the uh, for this 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 growth or for people to sort of get on board and get their, I guess, really get it into a published format. Right. So, and I guess if I didn't answer your que- your previous question directly, I, I don't so much want to be a publisher as we want to be kind of like an, an education, you know, center, if you would, you know, going back to the whole concept of providing tools for growth is, um, it's, it's more, it's, we're less of providing a service and we're more of a movement in the sense of, we just simply want to give people the, the idea I want to propagate is that what you have in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish is within reach and, and you can do it. So one of the ways I'm planning on doing that is coming up soon here, I'm going to host a, you know, um, a zoom webinar. And show people, you know, some kind of, um, you know, tips and tricks on how to use, you know, a lot of people are using Mac nowadays. They're using Mac OS um, and they're not using Microsoft Word. That's what I use, Mac OS. And I've, and I've used it to design um, a lot of products. I'm not a professional designer. I'm a layman. But I could show people, I can show the average person how to maximize the tools that are already at their disposal. And you can get beautiful printed documents. Um, and so I'm not necessarily, you know, the concretist press is, is what we're called, but it's, it's, we're providing education and we're showing people how to use the tools that they already have to get things done. So yes, there's going to be zoom webinars. There's going to be YouTube um, uh, videos later on down the road. And I have thought of doing templates and, you know, letting people, you know, have templates, but templates can only take you so far because people are going to want to customize and they're going to want to move things around. I'd rather show people how to do these things, you know, as opposed to just giving them templates. But then when they make an adjustment and, you know, um, they may not know how to fix something or move something if they want to customize it. But the truth is we do judge books by their cover. And I've over the years, I've, I've heard uh, people inside of Pentecost and outside Pentecost just say, you know, there's just things look really tacky. And I think that's something that, okay, well, maybe in some cases it's true. Well, what have we done about it, you know? And if people are have limited resources, maybe that was the best they could do. Or, um, and so my goal is to just, let's just bring the tide up together, you know, and, and it'll lift all the boats. Let's get better designs, better material, better everything. And um, let's not charge people for it. This is, this is education. And there's not going to be a paywall. There's not going to be a subscription. This is you know this is something that of course if there's if there's products we want people you know to develop their products and if they want to sell it that's fine but ultimately um this is this is education 
and um, it's practical, useful, you know, applicable techniques that you could sit down, learn, and then apply to the material that you have. You know, I, I know people, pastors, preachers with, you know, they have hard drives full of material, years of content. And um, it's just sitting there. And I think it would be a travesty if some of these things never made it, you know, into into print form. And so one of the things I'm planning on doing is going back and, you know, finding sermons or things that are maybe considered classic, you know, by, by a lot of people and getting them into print, you know, a sermon series. And, um, you know, it's little things like that 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 help people to see, okay, I can do this, you know, oh, that, that's a great idea. Why haven't I thought of that? I could do this, you know? And, um, so, so yeah, that's just some of the things, you know, the zoom webinars, YouTube, you know, instructionals, how to's just cut the fluff and go straight to the meat and just say, look, this is how you do this. Um, and, and eliminate any form of, you know, a lot of people want to, a lot of people are protecting their income and, and, and I just want, I learned how to do these on from, for free. I, I learned how to do these things for free. And I'm going to show people how to do it for free. Freely I have, you know, I have received freely I will give. So that's kind of the heart of this. And then hopefully, you know, we're thinking years down the road, we will have disseminated material that would have impacted people's lives. And we're, we're already seeing that. We're already seeing, you know, people's lives being changed by, by Bible studies and things like that. Amen. Let's talk about a few um, Bible studies that you have already uh, helped produce. Uh, yeah, so uh, one of the ones that uh, the first kind of big one was Learn Scripture uh, by Pastor Ari Prado. Um, he, he worked on it for several years, and um, I kind of watched him just iterate and iterate and um, the material got better and better, and finally he distilled everything to a point where he said, "You know, what, let's let's make this Bible study." And he designed it, the material, um, with the first-time Bible study teacher in mind. And so, a lot of times, material is focused on the student, which is great. But he took a very unique approach to that, and he designed it with the first-time teacher in mind. Um, people who had never taught a Bible study. And so we got sorts, all sorts of different good feedback from it he received. And one of the ones was, you know, this is really simple. And that was the goal. It was something simple, so simple that, you know, this is the thing. If someone looks at your material printed or otherwise and says, the goal is for someone to look at it and for them to think, man, I could have done that. that that's actually that's that's actually a compliment, Right. That, because that means that your the material is within reach. So the material was really good. And so our goal was to come up with a teacher's manual and a chart. And um, we managed to print the, the teacher's manuals, format them, everything, design, layout, cover, um, in-house. And then the chart was difficult because, you know, a Bible study chart is something that it's pretty unique to apostolic people. I mean, you know, that, that, that format, that thick, heavy cardstock with the ring binder, you know, it's so thick, it's so thick that it's, you know, it stands up you know, on its own. Right. And, you know, 
there's not many people printing that. But thank God we actually have an apostolic resource um, locally here who has a, um, a printing service and they knew exactly what we needed. You know, we, we, we tried to, you know, there's ways you can kind of try to get some of these calendar printing companies. You can kind of work with them, but it doesn't work out. And so that's a really, really specialty item. And we were able to actually source these. Um, and so it sold as a combo pack. You know, you got the teacher's manual and you got the, the, um, the chart and, you know, as apostolics, we're familiar with that format, having a manual and, and having a chart. And part of the decision-making process was, you know, do we go digital? And we decided to, to not go digital because there's something powerful about having an item that only has one use. This is why I'm, I'm so passionate about the printed product because as, as, as useful as iPads and PowerPoints are, when, when you are a Bible study teacher, and you're trying to form that habit as a, as a core habit in your life. You know, part of habit formation is selecting items that serve only one purpose. And, you know, you can do a lot of things on your iPad. And there's something that's lost the moment you deviate from print. So this is why we decided to go with the traditional manual, paper manual, and card cardstock chart because it reinforces the idea and it reminds us you know every time you see that you know that chart collecting dust it's a reminder you know <laughs> of how active or not you know you've been in, in teaching bible studies and so we we made it you know we made it pop we made the colors new and fresh and um the graphics are are are, are up to date you know a lot of our material is good but sometimes it's we go years without refreshing some of the material. Um, and I've seen some Bible studies that we've all used just recently. They've been refreshed with new graphics. But um, we can we can never have too many of these tools at our disposal. I have always used Exploring God's Word. That's kind of like my baseline. Some people like search for truth. But there's a whole genre that we can continue adding to. And, you know, I like, you know, it's, man, if there's a pastor out there, one of the things that I think is, is awesome is when you come up with your own material as a pastor, your saints really gravitate, gravitate toward it. You know, it's actually, it motivates them. And so, and man, man, my pastor did this. Wow. And so that's my goal is to, is to get these things that were as, as Pentecostals or household items. But if we refresh them and also give them a personal touch, you know, if, 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 if a saint says, man, my pastor did this, wow, this, this really motivates me. And these things are powerful, you know, and, I, and I've talked to other pastors and they've, they, you know, they sometimes they doubt themselves. Is this going to be useful? Is this going to be impactful? And I just reiterate to them over and over again, this is going to leave a mark on this generation, you know, on, on the young people, on, on so, so many you know, I've even discussed, you know, I've talked to some pastors who want to write kids books, but they're, they're, there's insecurities there. And, you know, but I'm telling you, if we can fully embrace this, this concept of we are going to control our own process, start to finish, we'll do our own kids books, we'll do our own kids Bible studies. Um, 
this this is going to leave you know gk chesterton believed that you know that was the highest form of of the transferring of information was actually writing to children and i think if we would just fully embrace this idea there's no telling the impact that we will have on generations to come so i hope that gives you you know a better understanding of um some of the projects that we worked on and the things that we would like to work on and a lot of it really is just getting potential authors writers pastors to just dive in and say i'm gonna do it yeah absolutely uh wow that's tremendous when you think about just you know the pastors the preachers the the evangelists all these people that and they do and they spend all the these years putting this material together and bringing it forth as god directs them and then that might be the only time they ever preach that message but it could be a very yeah. powerful message that could impact you know the lives of you know millions even um yeah. if they were to put it people they may uh, never have been able to connect with um outside of that and obviously you know we have audio format um but some people are just readers and they enjoy reading and you could touch lives of people who would never take the time to you know search out a certain preacher or a certain message say whether it's on youtube or um, some other type of audio format um that their life could be transformed through that information through that message in a written uh, format and so that's incredible that and you mentioned you're going to be doing um looking at uh, hosting webinars um and so is your plan to do that through uh the press's website that you you've created um uh, or what what is that going to look like for people that are interested for people that are interested um i'll probably post them from my personal um you know, social media profiles. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want this to be, I'm trying to get people's attention, but also we kind of weed out maybe people who are not in the apostolic community. I, I want to do this for the apostolic community. Yeah. Um, so I've already been in contact with some, you know, in fact, even some foreign missionaries, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get, material maybe when you're you know and so they want to learn how to do these things on their own maybe these services are not available uh they have limited resources and whatnot so i'm probably just going to post these things and on my personal um um social media profiles there will be videos on the youtube channel the concretus press youtube channel um but you know some of these hard-earned secrets i'd like to just do in zoom webinars um, and really that way it's more personal. If people have questions, I could, you know, I could direct them and, you know, obviously there's professionals out there. This is not for professionals. So there's professional graphic designers. I'm, I'm just trying to get to the, the average, you know, person who's average in their, within their literacy of the computer and just bump it up just a, a notch, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll probably post these things. I already have got kind of a, uh, I did a survey. I saw how many people would be interested and a lot of people were interested. So it'll probably pop up on, um, my 
Twitter and Instagram um, profiles, and then you know whoever's interested, they'll get you know um, the link to a Zoom webinar. I haven't set a date for it yet. I've just been a lot of things going on lately here, uh, just busy summer. But um, and I'm obviously still preaching and things like that. So there's other, sometimes other things take precedent. But um, yeah, for those who are interested, they I'm they've already found me, you know, and and I'm sure uh, when the time comes. Um, you know, people are just going to eat it up because people, people have material and they, they want to get it out there. And so the feedback so far from people has been, yes, I do have something I'd like to get into print. And there's something, uh, there's something truly special about when you see something begin to take form in the physical, you know, when you get it off of your hard drive and you have, you know, with, with some of the printing services now, you can order as little as one book, right? That was with traditional printing methods, offset printing, you couldn't do that. But now you have print on demand. You can order one book. And even if it's terrible, it serves as a major inspiration. So, um, so yeah, so just uh, for those who are interested, you can just keep up with my personal Twitter and uh instagram profiles it's my first and last name and um yeah just stay tuned uh, for that stuff and uh, you know we'll keep people updated and um in the near future here we're hopefully be offering some some great uh tools and resources to the apostolic uh preaching community amen well brother we certainly appreciate your time um and i'm sure the hearers that have heard hear this episode they'll probably reach out to you um if they aren't already you know aware of what you're doing um but this is this is incredible um just really giving that information to people who are who are looking to get their you know uh get their books published um but they're they might be discouraged because their you know transcript might not be accepted or or they're frustrated because they're spending money and it's a lot of money and they really shouldn't have to have spent that amount of money to produce their books and and really a lot of things so uh i believe that this will be an encouragement and um you know we're really thankful for what you're doing that's that's awesome the fact that you've gained this knowledge and you're willing to give that knowledge to the apostolic community to help them in their efforts to create tools for spiritual growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, man, I really, I really do thank you for having me on. Hopefully I was able to just in this podcast, inspire someone to just get out there and man, uh, just get it done. God willing, in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for your time, brother. We really appreciate it. And, uh, we're looking forward to being in touch. God bless. You have a good one. God bless. Bye-bye. This podcast is made possible because of listeners like you who are willing to bridge the gap. We now have a sponsorship program on our Anchor website in which you can become a monthly sponsor of $1, $5, or $10 a month. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.